Well, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm going to scream, absolutely scream. This is the sixth time that I am recording this intro. And damn it, it's going to work, okay? I'm focused, I'm prepared. Wait a minute, where's my aquamarine? There we go. Okay, all right, I'm here. Matthew McConaughey wanted to channel through me, I guess. I... This is the inner nerd, and thank you for putting up with me and being here. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest, Miss Mara Marchese. But first, I have a couple of things I want to share with you. And I should. Happy, happy Valentine's Day. I am not, not a fan of Valentine's Day. However, if you are, and if you do it up, then kudos and cheers to you. Happy Valentine's Day. And if you're not someone who's a big fan, ah, you know, you're with me. It's all good. It's all good. My my best Valentine's Day, no, no joke, I was living in Jackson, Wyoming. And I actually was seeing someone at the time, but I was just like, no, nah, dude, uh, I, I, I don't want to do Valentine's Day with you. Because it feels, for me personally, it feels very, like, contrived. And like, there's a lot of expectation. And it's like, I always used to joke, like the day after Valentine's Day is like, like the day that most women are uh, unhappy because they're like, he didn't do this and he didn't do that. And my partner didn't do this. And, you know, um, and that was definitely the way it was when I was younger. Um, not so much anymore now that I'm an adult. But um, it, it anyway, I just never was a fan of those things. And, and I told the guy I was seeing, I was just like, Sorry, I'll, I'll see you later. Um, I'm going to go with my girlfriends. And there was like 10 of us and we, we made dinner reservations and we went out to a really fancy place. We had so much fun. We got all dressed up. We went to go play pool afterwards because um, it was so early. It was too early for us to like go out. And um, we... <laughs> we drank so much that we couldn't finish one pool game between the 10 of us. <laughs> I was 21, so you're going to have to give me a break, all right? <laughs> but we had so much fun. That was like the thing. It was like we were falling all over the pool table, just like laughing so hard at each other. We were telling stories. We are just having the best time. So um, kids, don't drink and drive. But uh, yeah, that was my favorite Valentine's Day. We just had a wonderful time. We ended up, uh, I think half of us at least ended up just going home after trying to play pool. And then the other half of us went out, went dancing. And um, But anyway, so happy Valentine's Day to you if that is something that you celebrate. All right, so let's dive in. Couple of announcements. As I shared with you before, I am hosting an online How to Read the Akashic Records workshop, which is there's only two tickets left. So make sure to jump on that super fast. They go really quick. And if you are local to Wilmington, North Carolina, then I'm also hosting an in person workshop at Prana Salt Cave, which is a beautiful, gorgeous place. Liana, the owner, just, man, she brings energy. It's just a gorgeous venue. Um, the online workshop is on the 21st at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
You don't have to be live. You will get the recording and all the tools if you can't join us live, but I would definitely suggest that you try to because, you know, there's so much value in being there and being present. And it's definitely a workshop where I ask everyone to flip those cameras on so that we can see each other's faces because I like to see faces. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and if you are local, you can join us on the 25th at 6.30 p.m. Just contact Prana Salt Cave and you can book through them. Um, but if you have been interested in reading the Akashic Records, learning more about the Akashic Records, this workshop is a perfect, perfect starting point. It's a nice little snapshot. Um, that way you can get a nugget. And if it's something that you really love, then you can dive deeper. But also now with my workshops for the Akashic Records, it also gives you access to the Akashic Soul Collective, which is a private community that I just recently started for my students so that you will have community. Because when you start learning the Akashic Records, unless you're just fortunate and blessed to know other Akashic Record readers, you don't really have anyone to talk to about. And the Akashic Records can be pretty out there. <laughs> so you need, you need a place. Um, and a heads up, ooh, excuse me, <coughs> that I will also be launching an in-depth Akashic Record course in this spring. I don't have dates yet. Those have not been given to me. However, it's something I've been working on since last year. I'm super excited to go really deep with folks on the Akashic Records, you know, uncovering different prayers. I'm going to be bringing in other practitioners so that we can really see the variety of ways in which you experience the records and practices just oh my gosh it's going to be hardcore geek out sessions and it will be a live online course so stay tuned for that if that is something of interest to you besides that don't forget that in february my spiritual guidance promotion is you receive a bonus 20-minute human design reading that clarifies your intuitive gifts when you book a 60 or 90-minute Akashic Record reading. As I have explained a little bit, certainly last episode, um, I just really feel drawn to being able to help folks empower themselves to have a stronger relationship with the spiritual world. And that's one of the reasons why I'm teaching people or love to teach people how to read the Akashic Records because I want to empower you to have access to information that will change your life and help you the way it has for me. The Akashic Records are, I can't, it's difficult to put into words what they've done for me, but suffice it to say, they have turned my, up, my life upside down in the best possible way. So... Definitely check that out. Human design is a beautiful tool for self-discovery and something that I've been utilizing with my marketing clients and coaching clients since 2019. It's a system that actually reads the energy in your body. So it's super powerful. Okay, so let's dive in to Miss Amara Marchesi. This interview was super cool. I was excited to meet her. I didn't know what to expect. 
I had heard about color therapy mm, a couple years back in that one of the women I was following at the time specialized in it, but it wasn't, I don't, it wasn't her main focus at the time. So I, I didn't learn anything about it through her and I, I only followed her for a short time. Um, so I was really excited to dive into color therapy and to learn more about it. And it blew me away. Mara, first of all, is such a beautiful soul. I really enjoy connecting with her, talking with her, and love how she shared about color therapy. So I know that you're going to enjoy this conversation. Um, something I'll share with you on the front end as well, which came to me after this interview, is that um, my main colors which you will find out how to figure yours out in the episode. But my main colors, um, you have four main colors. So uh, mine were red, orange, yellow, and then gold. And my main color, which is like my life purpose color, is yellow. What's, what's wild about this is the only colors out of those that I've ever had or, or used in any capacity really is gold. Um, red has been... Definitely um, one of my favorite colors for many years, but outside of my red lipstick, I own very few red things. And yeah, it's just not a color I keep in my space or anything like that. Um, but uh, but I appreciated it and, and liked it nonetheless. And I realized after the interview, because she talks about, you know, like if, if these aren't colors that you immediately gravitate to or that you have already in your life, there's a reason. And there, there's something that you're working on within yourself. And I realized that, you know, my three colors are the first three chakras. And my, the, for those who don't know, the first three chakras are your root chakra, your sacral, and your solar plexus. And these are definitely the areas that I've always had the most problems with in my life. Um, and when I say that, I, I mean primarily my chakras have always been pretty open and flowing from my heart up. I'm definitely someone who is very much like third eye crown chakra. Um, I think even throat chakra. Um, but, uh, but yeah, my lower chakras especially since I have come into the metaphysical world and really started working with my chakras. It's been a long journey. Now they're in such a better place than they've ever been. They're um, clearer, cleaner, more balanced than ever. But at the same time, it was really cool because this helps me to see like, wow, <laughs> considering the fact that I should, like my branding should be yellow, I should be wearing yellow, I should have a lot of yellow in my space, like all these things that are not happening. <laughs> it just let me know that is how much I am still in my shell about who I really am and about who I sh like how I share myself with the world. You know, because I'm I'm a very like I'm a black and white wearing girl. Like my closet does not have lots of color. I'm not really interested in lots of color and um so yeah, it definitely just showed me like, girlfriend, you are still living in the closet. You know, you, you haven't fully shared yourself with the world. And so I'm going to be really diving deep on 
these colors over the coming months. And considering that I have already started working on rebranding the look of this podcast, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? It will be interesting to see. But um, so without further ado, let me introduce Amara Marchese. She is a certified intuitive and creative coach with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy and finalist of the BCYA Shine Award. She empowers women to trust their intuition and build the free, sexy, fulfilling life they desire. Her work involves color therapy, inner child healing, Reiki, crystal therapy, oracle card readings, human design, and other intuitive and healing techniques. She is also the host of Intuitive Queen's podcast and a public speaker. And her podcast has been nominated as Podcast of the Year for the BYCA Award 2022. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode. Hit me up with those colors when you figure what yours are out. I would love to know. You can Come hang out with me. Um, I'm actually back on Instagram again for the podcast specifically. So you can hang out with me there or shoot me an email. Souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com. Much love to you and enjoy. Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. All right, folks, welcome back. And thank you for joining us for another Soul Driven interview. It's our first one in 2022. And I am very excited to introduce you to Mara Marchese, the internet, the intuition queen who's an intuitive and creative coach specializing in color therapy and emotional and energetic healing. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Hannah, for having me. <laughs> so I feel like maybe I got through your name, but then I was like tripping up all over the... <laughs> you, said, you said everything perfectly, so don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right. So I am... Super excited to learn all about color therapy today. It's something that I had heard about in the past mm -hmm. and um, very, very briefly, but I had a really fun time sort of diving into in the midst of getting ready for interviewing you. So I can't wait to go there. But before we do, um, the first question that I like to ask all of my guests, what makes you soul driven? Ah. <sighs> Well, um, it's an inner desire, really. Um, I don't think that you're soul-driven just because you decide to be. I think that your soul wants you to be soul-driven. And so at some point in your life, you just start to make choices and decisions that take you there. And for me, it started when I was in my 20s. Um, and I got to a point where... 
you know, I just realized that what I had was not what I wanted. That I had this craving of a different kind of life. And for me, it meant moving from Italy to London and explore this desire that I had to live there because uh, for some reason my soul wanted me to go there. And from that moment, I started to learn to trust my intuition and uh, to do things that made me feel good and uh, that had a meaning. Um, but it, it, was, it wasn't always that way. I started like everyone. You go to school, you find a good job, you find a, a nice guy. And it, it, to me, at some point, it was just like, yeah, but this is not it. And I had this craving within me. I'd been to London before and I knew I felt that was home. And at some point, I just left everything and everyone and I just went. And that's where I think my soul journey started because I started listening and uh, and from there, it just got more and more and more in tune to what I was supposed to experience. Um, I think we all we're we kind of all are soul soul driven, but some of us have a hard time to listen, and some others listen a little bit, <laughs> and then they stop, and some others just go with it. And I think at some point you just become aware of why you're doing what you're doing and uh, what everything means and uh, why something bad happened to you and why you met that person. But um, it's just a matter of uh, having the courage to listen to your intuition and uh, your soul messages. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I mean, I think for, the way that I look at it, and I had read this somewhere a while ago, um, and it really resonated with me, is the difference between the faded path and the soul path, mm. right? So like, like for me personally in my life, I had a marketing agency for a decade. I really enjoyed marketing. I loved working with business owners, and I could have continued on that path, and I could have, you know, I was making great money. I was like yeah. doing well. Um, but when my soul started speaking, it was like, nah, girl, <laughs> we, mm. we got to go in a different direction. And mm. I fought it, you know, for a while oh, yeah. and tantrumed and was just like, no, I don't want to, because <laughs> I couldn't imagine how to build this other life. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, once you, once your soul comes alive, like mm -mm. you can't, you know, it's like difficult. you're eventually going to give in. Yeah. Um, and I do think that like the soul path is the harder path on the front end. Oh yeah. But oh, I yeah. think that it leads to fulfillment and satisfaction in ways that, that the faded path never will, even though I think that you can find happiness on the faded path, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the soul path, it's probably, more difficult because you don't know anything about it no. and uh there's there's there are going to be quite a few challenges and uh it's all about growing and healing and releasing while the fated path at some point if you find your way like you like you did and you had a marketing agency i mean why would you leave that why would you you know, live a successful career. You actually liked it. So 
Um, but as you said, at some point when your soul starts to speak, it's, you, you gotta have to listen because it, it's going to get so loud that there is not a way. Uh, so it's about learning to do it as soon as you can to avoid, to get to the point where you have to do it, but it's a bit of a mess when your soul gets to that point because it's kind of like okay I'm gonna make it happen for you so now you're gonna deal with the shit that comes to it yeah exactly exactly it was just like my my faded life my marketing life like things just stopped working you know yeah and I was tantruming and pushing back against the universe and was like no I don't even Mm -hmm. know how to do this there's no way then they're like fine you're just things aren't going to work the way they used to anymore. You're not going to be able to work the way you did. You're going to, you're not going to get the clients you used to. You're not going to like, things are just not going to go the way that they did before. So you can either make this decision. You can go nicely (laughs) exactly, or, or get dumped into it. Um, But I think that that's, you know, the soul's way of, of taking care of us and certainly the universe's way um, and once we surrender, things just unfold so beautifully. So you clearly have an accent. I'd love to yes. know like where you're located at now. Um, definitely, I am back. Go ahead. Sorry. I am back in Italy. I moved back after 12 years last year, uh, just because again, my soul decided that that was the thing that I had to do. I moved <laughs> to London thinking London was going to be my place forever. And, uh, about 2018, I started to go to the States to work with uh, Jack Kenfield. And then I worked with my coach and uh, I was like, oh, States, I like that. <laughs> and I started thinking, okay, I think I can leave London now, but how do I get to the States? Um, but I could go somewhere else because I can work with my laptop. And in the midst of thinking, okay, so how do I make this happen? La, la, la. Um, I was like, no, I'm not going back to Italy. Uh, where else could I go? Spain. Mm, maybe this, maybe that. Then the pandemic hit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay put in London and think about how to move forward in my business. And then at some point, my soul just kicked me and said, you're moving back to Italy. I'm like, uh, what? No, <laughs> I'm not moving back to Italy now. <laughs> I need the sun. I need a different environment, but it's not Italy. And uh, it just became loud. And I was like, okay, I learned not to fight you. So let me just go back for a couple of weeks and see how I feel about being back and kind of... Uh, and I came back and I was like, okay, so I think my soul wants me to do something here. So let's do it. And I moved back last year in March and uh, it's been good. I'm happy to be here. I got to a point where London did not feel like home anymore. And I felt a lot of disconnection and it wasn't for the pandemic. I mean, obviously the pandemic helped because you couldn't see anybody, everybody, was far you couldn't travel you couldn't do anything so you kind of felt a little bit isolated and uh, but I think it was a process that I was already going through and I had not realized and everything that happened during the pandemic made me just well (laughs) I just heard a a voice coming out of myself being like you're moving back home and I was like what (laughs) no 
Um, but I'm happy to be back here. Um, it's been a little bit challenging to readjust, uh, but I, I know why I'm here. I understand what I had to go through last year. And uh, I know my soul never made me choose things that are going to hurt me. And so I, I learned through the years that there is always a reason why your soul wants you to do something. And uh, instead of fighting what your intuition wants you to do, just go with it because you cannot see ahead. But there is a path that you need to walk because it's going to be better for your evolution, your growth, and everything is going to come together. And uh, yeah, this was uh, what happened last year and everything is exactly coming together. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I got I got it. I got it. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm in Italy. I'm in Milan now. That's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, I think, I, you know, the past two years have been such an awakening time for all of us. Mm. Um, but I love that you listened to your soul, you know, again, even though it was like home, no way. I don't want to go there. <laughs> Um, side note, pizza is like probably my favorite thing on <laughs> earth and I have, I will come to Italy and eat all the pizza one day. Please let me know when you come, I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I will 1000% be relying on the locals. Like, hello, please take me to the best places. Um, okay. So I want to dive in a little bit here. Um, if you could like share a bit of an overview of your background and then like kind of what brought you to the work that you're doing today. Okay. And then, then I'm so pumped to dive into color therapy and all the things. <laughs> Yay. Um, well, I started like a normal person doing normal jobs and I used to work in advertising when I was here. And then I moved to London and I kind of started doing quite a few different jobs because I couldn't find a job in advertising. And um, when I moved to London, a friend of mine gave me the secret to read. And that book completely... <laughs> open up doors and uh, a word for me that I had no idea existed. And uh, because it was really challenging when I moved, because obviously I was really stressed out and, and sad that I couldn't find a job that I loved. Uh, I had to kind of go for whatever I found because at some point I needed the money to pay the bills. Um, so that book helped me and I started to get into it. And I started to use the things that were telling about to the point that I had people, my colleagues, my friends coming to me for advice. And after that, I started to have people being like, Mara, why are you looking at those people? Why don't you become a coach? And I was like, huh? No, but you know, you need to have this and that and that. And they're like, yeah, but you study and you become a coach and you do what you like. I mean, you, you clearly like it. People come to you because they want to feel better. I mean, I really don't see why you couldn't do it. Um, and I was like, uh, and that started to become a thought that became mine at some point. But like a lot of people do, oh yeah, one day, one day, one day. And there was always something else that I was doing. And then in 2015, my dad passed away pretty suddenly. And that scared the shit out of me because I was like, okay, so... I mean, we don't leave up until 1890. And what have, I, what have I been doing here? I have not 
been making my dreams come true. And the, the, the thing that I really want to do is become a coach and I've done nothing. I've been wasting my time. And so I took a year to heal and because uh, obviously the first year was really challenging. And then I started looking for a coaching academy um, and synchronicities started to happen. And I found this um, course from uh, the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, which is an Australian coaching academy, which is also for women, uh, spiritual women. And because everything that I was looking at in London was all very masculine, very salesy, salesy. And I was like, I just, yeah, I want to make money, but it doesn't feel like this is what I want to do. And they were like, oh, you need to learn this before you can do that. I was like, yeah, that's not the way I work anyway. Uh, I'm more like a creative kind of mind. So I can put all of the pieces together, but don't tell me I need to do one, two, three, four to get to five because that doesn't work for me. Um, and so I found this course, which was online six months and I just started it. And, uh, uh, that's how I started to be a coach. And, uh, when there were the, towards the end, there were questions about, okay, what kind of niche, uh, you, what kind of coach you want to be, what kind of niche and answering to the questions came up um, intuitive and creative. I was like, yeah, da, da, okay. Of course I am an intuitive and creative. And yeah, I said, and that's how I started. And I was already very, I already loved colors. I had, um, aura reading 2016 where the lady was reading the color of my aura. It was telling me things about my life. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> you just told me my aura is green how do you see that what is this and I started to uh kind of uh, learn about it I'm like okay and then there was aura reading and color therapy and somehow for me color therapy just was more prominent and I was like okay and I started studying that which was together with my coaching course and uh yeah and everything started to kind of get together uh what i learned what i realized is was that i wanted to help women to learn to tune into their intuition and to listen to it to trust it um also because i had a, a friend of mine that is a psychotherapist uh, and she was like you don't realize how your intuition is strong and I was like, oh, that's more like your intuition. And that person, she was like, no. Uh, she's also a channeler. So she was like, no. Uh, the guys upstairs are telling me, <laughs> you need to be called the intuition queen because your intuition is really strong. And then all of a sudden, I started to have people telling me, how do you know all of the things you're telling me about me? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know it. Like, don't you know it? Like, don't you feel this from her? And people were like, no. And so I started to believe what, <laughs> what I was told and I uh, started to dive deeper and, uh, and then everything started to come together. I did a lot of work on my emotions and inner child healing. And I realized how important that is. Um, and so I was like, okay, I, I want to use this to help other people. And so in all of the things that I was doing, it, I, it became clear that I was really 
interested in emotional healing and energy healing. I kind of didn't know that at the time, but everything that I wanted to read or everything that I was interested about, workshops, and I started to put all of the things together. Um, I did also a Reiki level one uh, in 2016 uh, through a friend of mine. She was like, okay, six months have passed from your dad passing. I think you need to kind of clear the energy and come do uh, take, take the first level. And that was really helpful. And so I started to, be, to, to understand how emotion energy play out with you. And then I learned that color therapy also helps you with that. And I was like, oh, and then I get to use colors. Um, and so at some point, all of a sudden, everything just came together. And uh, so this is what I do now. It's very cool. It's kind of like, as you were talking, I was just seeing like all of these different like paths that were popping up you know what I mean and then they all kind of like started coming together yeah um and then showed up for you and uh and I love that um I think it's I think it's really beautiful how we always end up using the things that heal us to help other people yeah you know especially um whether you know someone's a coach or not I just think that that is infused into our purpose, you know, mm-hmm. and I think our purpose continually changes in regards to how it looks, but I think the yeah. underlining component of it is, is always attached to what, what has been healing for us. And then we want to spread it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I started to talk to my friends, but obviously you have to be ready to do a certain kind of work. And so like, okay, I'm just going to start with people that I don't know, probably they, they want to hear this better. Uh, but to me, it's just such a crucial work and uh, it's just a freedom that you get when you realize a lot of things, you put all of the dots together and you realize, oh, I'm, I'm actually not that person because that's never been something that I wanted to believe, but I had to, or yeah, maybe I was that person two years ago when I was doing that kind of job and I was with that kind of person. I was living in that city, but I'm no longer that person. So, you know, there is a process that sometimes it's very complicated and difficult, but once you get through it, you learn to understand yourself and you get to know yourself. Even when you face a challenge, it's no longer daunting or doesn't doesn't make you freak out because you know how you work. And once you know how you work, yes, of course, you're going to have a moment of meltdown, but then you're like, okay, I know that I work in this way and I need this to take my energy back. And I know this is the mechanism that I have. I know this makes me feel good and to connect to myself, I need to do that. And you slowly readjust yourself quicker than you would when you started maybe because you had no idea who you were, how you function in that way. So for me, this is like, I'm kind of allowing you to rediscover yourself and peel off the layers. So then you have a kind of a blueprint of the way you function that you can use in any situation, especially in the challenging situations. Yeah, And it's that trust that builds in within you. And you're like, okay, I got this. Yes, it's really annoying. I really don't want to deal with this, but I have to. So, okay, let me go through this. Yeah. We call it, uh, 
I think it, you know, it, it starts with knowing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the big theme of this podcast, the quote that I use all the time, uh, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Yes. You know, so that's where it starts. Um, and then, of course, I talk a lot, um, especially in the past couple of months on the podcast about building a toolkit. Um, the monthly Akashic Record readings that have been coming through, they've been very vocal about creating that toolkit for ourselves yeah. you know, to help us manage with life and those kinds of things. And I mean, just in regards to where our planet is at right now, you know, yeah. and, and things are bumpy and yeah. not even counting our everyday life, which can be up and down and, and all over the place. So when we have those things in place, it really provides us um, a strong foundation to return to, you know, um, and I think it's <laughs> everything from things that make you laugh to things that like calm you down to whatever, yes, you know? Absolutely. Um, so real quickly, I was just personally, um, curious before we dive into color therapy. Um, so human design is also something you do. So I'd love to know yeah. like what your type and authority are, your profile. I'm a generator, sacral authority. I'm, I'm a five one line. Yes. Five. yes. Yeah. I was yeah. looking over like all the things you do. I'm like, she's a generator or an MG. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 when I started doing this, when I started being a coach and, you know, you learn all the things and you're learning all the workbook and there are books that tell you that you read. And then there, I started to get lost in so many things. And I was like, oh my God, the Akashic Records. Oh my God, numerology. Oh my God, this. Oh my. And at some point I was like, okay, no, focus, focus, focus. <laughs> okay. You can, um, no, human design kind of arrived a little bit later for me. In, in card, card reading was always there, but it kind of was of an accident because I read the universe has your back and then Gabby Burstein came up with the cards I was like, this is just nice, you know, in the morning, you just pull a card and uh, you just get a nice message. So that's how it started. And then I found out that there are color cards and I'm like, oh, I got, I got to have the color cards. <laughs> and then I don't know what happened, uh, but I know that I started to buy decks because I like them and because I like the thing of the message. And I think that at some point I, I was in my healers group. I learned about this woman that was reading cards and the way she was doing it. I don't know what happened, but at some point I just started reading it for friends and they were like, oh my God, this is so so on point. How do you do that? And I was like, "Um, well, uh, I don't know. This is the message that it's in the card and this is what I feel it says. And uh, then I said, okay, well then I, I guess I can read cards too. And so this is how it came up. But human design started, um, I had my first reading in 2020. I was working with my coach and uh, in the program, there was a session at some point where she wanted you to have a proper reading. Mm. Midway to to the program, I think it was so that you were at a point where you weren't yet there, but you had learned things about yourself. And so you could kind of put the pieces together. 
And I just remember that when I had the reading, I was like, how do you know these things about myself? You don't know me. Um, and I just remember the guy saying, Mara, um, intuitive and creative for you, it's not just a fancy title. You are extremely creative and you are extremely intuitive and you need to do this in order for you to stay in tune and to be creative. And once you do this, everything comes together. And I was like, oh my God. Um, but then I left it there. I was like, okay, checking in every now and again, what he had said. And I had I highlighted a couple of things that uh, I thought were helpful. Um, but then I just didn't think uh, was something for me. I was like, oh, this is just nice. And then a friend of mine was like, can I do a reading for you? Because I'm learning this. And I was like, yeah, sure, of course you can. And she knows about um, color, color therapy. She was like, my God, but you know, the gene keys and this and color therapy, there is something there. You need to learn this. I'm like, okay, wait a second. Um, I was like, okay, let me do a color reading to you. And let's see, because I need to understand a couple of things. And I did a color reading to her. She's like, you need to learn human design. And then I think I had an Akashic record reading and I asked the lady, uh, what do I need to know about human design? And she was like, oh, if you put it together with color therapy, you just give tools to your clients that I'm like, okay. Well, I was just thinking, it's like, it's so perfect because I mean, for those who are listening and, and aren't familiar with human design, what's beautiful about human design and what it does is it reads your energy and how your energy works in this world and color is energy and so they're perfectly suited to each other yeah and so I started learning human design and I got so into it I'm like yes of course why did I not think about this before and then I started to do um, I started to do it as a test only to uh, my clients that were signed up to my program And I was like, okay, I'm just going to give them a complimentary session in human design because I wasn't sure human design, there is a lot to learn for me doing a color reading is quicker. And I wasn't sure how I was going to be as a reader. So I was like, I'm just going to do it with my clients that are signed up to this and I'm going to do a color reading and a human design reading. And that will go through whatever we need to do. And I realized that if I combine them it just gives you so much information about your energy, your behavior, your tendencies. But the thing is that they complement each other because yes, you're going to see similarities if you do a color reading and a human design reading, but one kind of helps the other one. So adds on information that you wouldn't have if you did just a color reading and adds on information that you wouldn't have if you did just a human design reading. I was like, oh my God. And so I got really into this and now I'm just offering together with the program, but I am working on doing things like just doing readings uh, um, solo and then combine just to, I have a mini program that I haven't yet launched because I'm also about to move house. So there is a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing in-person events here in Italy. So there are other things that are happening. I was like, okay, fine. I, I got this, but I kind of want to do it later on. And if you combine this, it kind of gives you a map. Yeah. And once you have a map and you follow it, 
it's just so easy. Uh, you understand yourself on a level that you wouldn't otherwise. Yeah, I absolutely. I've been using human design, uh, even with my marketing clients back in my, with my branding and everything um, in the midst of helping them create brands for themselves. Yeah. Human design is so helpful. Um, and of course I use it now with my like life and transformational coaching and spiritual coaching as well. It's, it's, I think it's such an incredible tool. Um, and I feel like it could complement anything that's out there. So yeah. that's really cool. So let's, um, transition into color therapy. Otherwise I feel like we may never get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's just kind of start with the basics and if you can share with us like what color therapy is. Okay. So, um, colors have energy. They have positive and uh, negative tendencies. Uh, the way I do color readings, um, the first time you can work in with me, I will do your color chart, which is based on your date of birth. And your date of birth is going to tell me what color is the energies you were born with, what colors are the energies you need to use in your life, and what kind of uh, skills you have what kind of energy, what color and what kind of energies you need to use uh, to get to your life mission and what is your life mission? What color is your life mission? Are they like, um, are the colors associated with anything like astrology signs or months or anything like that? They are associated to numerology. Okay. Interesting. So, so like example, every color is a, or every number is a different color? Yeah. And you get from nine, one to nine because there are nine colors. So it's all the color of the chakras. So uh, red, orange, yellow, blue, green, indigo, and purple. And then you have pink and uh, gold. And um, what like colors? Example, three and nine? <laughs> <laughs> yellow and gold. <laughs> yellow and gold? Interesting. Yes. And uh, it gives you, again, a map of your behavior. Hmm. Um, so normally the way it works, you come to me saying, I don't know, Mara, I feel stuck in my business or there is this situation or there is this other situation. Well, hold up. Let me ask you this real quick before you yeah. get into that, um, just to kind of clarify a little bit more. So you would take someone's like birth date, like yeah. 11, 27, 1981 and yeah. you would apply colors to each number yeah yeah and I then do. I put them how together does it, how does it end up in the end since it's a lot of numbers it has to be for numbers so it's normally um the day the month the year and the three of them combined okay so which you're you're breaking them all down into one yeah. number yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay cool yeah. So for folks who are listening, aren't kind of familiar what we're talking with, it's like we have our year, our day, and then our year, wait, our month, our, year, our day, and our year. <laughs> so like let's for me- Let's make it very simple. Let's say, let's say 1st of February, 2022, right? So first it's one, and then you will have a two, and then you will have a six, and then you will have a nine because you put- all of the three numbers together. That's how you come up. The last number is your life mission. It's the energy of your life mission. Okay. 
And so um, I'm wearing pink because pink is one of my colors and it comes up twice for me. Um, and it just tells you it's, it's a map. So you have certain energies that are related to cert- certain colors. Do you think it's like, yeah, but it's okay. It's not super loud. Okay. <laughs> it's real life, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> do you think that people get like, were, were you really, um, were you really into pink beforehand? Do you think people uh, yeah, are naturally pink. gravitate so towards their colors? My color. Yeah. My colors are pink, purple, and orange and pink and purple have been my favorite color since I was a child. Okay. So when I did my color reading, I was like, aha. And so <laughs> I was uh, living with a friend of mine who is a, um, our director and I was doing my thing. I, w- I didn't ask him anything, but I started to do my logo. And then it was like, oh, let me do it for you. I was like, thank you. <laughs> and we were going through all of the colors and he's like, okay, so choose the color. I'm like, no, it has to be pink, purple, and orange. And it's like, well, that's too many colors. I'm like, well, you can to, you cannot say to me that's too many colors because you also know me. So no. Um, and we had a little fight and then he gave up and he put my colors. And so I do a lot of readings of people that want to understand their brand colors and they want to understand it on a more energetical level rather than on a more business kind of uh, perspective. And uh and it's just me. And every time I do a reading, maybe with a, I had an Akashic record reading. The lady was like, you need to keep wearing pink. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but it, what's funny is that normally the people that um, I have sessions with, they come with one of the colors. They wear one of the colors. And I think it's just funny. And I started to be like, maybe just a coincidence, but every single time they are wearing a headband or a necklace or something. And then I start to tell them, okay, so you have this, oh, oh my God, this is my favorite color. I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured it was going to be one of those. Is black um, one? In, no. Okay. I mean, not in the color reading, but then I also do include other colors when, yeah, for example, if you go on my Instagram, you will see what I say about black, gray, brown because those are also colors but they they have a different energy so black is normally either uh, a color that you need for protection or you might be someone that doesn't like change much and so Mm. you like things in a certain way and unless you make a decision about it Mm. so it depends on the energy that you have around you at that time maybe protection for my personal self anyway is more yeah because I'm like I like change it keeps life interesting yeah but I could be I am I can definitely be very rigid too so (laughs) So, there you go (laughs) (laughs) let's just be real Anna okay (laughs) um so would you mind going through the numbers and like telling us what they are yes so one is red uh two is orange and three is uh, yellow, and four is uh, green, five is blue, six is indigo, uh, seven is purple, eight is pink, and nine is gold. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all right. Awesome. So I just wanted to make sure we, I, I have, it's so interesting to me in regards to the numerology, like how that links up. Okay. So, so talk with us about how color affects us and, you know, like how you use it as a, I would assume, um, and I'm kind of overreaching here, but not only a tool to, um, help people get to know themselves more, but like a healing tool, I would think. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so, um, what happens when I do a color reading and the way I, I, I help my clients with the colors, um, as different, it's, it's a process. So you come to me with whatever it is that you want to work on. And if you've never done a color reading, I will obviously give you your chart. But what happens is that um, I write down what is your thing that you want to work on. And then I start to tune into your energy. And as I go through it, I write down what the colors mean, but then I start to feel other things. So your energy tells me what fears you might have, what situation you might have. And sometimes I feel you need to use other colors that are not related to your color chart because you need something else. And so after I tuned in, we have a session and we start talking about it. And normally what happened is that your energy tells me what's going on. So every color has a tendency that can be negative or positive. So let's say red is the color of leadership. And uh, you, if you have that color, whichever part you have it in your chart, you are a groundbreaker, someone that likes to take action and do stuff, do things. But that color is also very active and can, uh, can it's prone to burnout and it's prone to negative thinking because if you don't get things done in the way that you want to, or if you delegate and things don't happen the way you want to, you might get upset. And so you start thinking negative because that's the energy of the color. And so it's knowing how to use that energy. And obviously, depending on your chart, you, you kind of know and you can kind of use that. So this is about your energy in your chart. When um, there are other colors that pop up, we discuss that. And uh, I have situations where people are like, yeah, but I don't like this color. And normally it's like orange is a color that either you love it or you don't. But when clients tell me, yeah, I don't like this color, then I'm like, that's why you need to work with this color. Hmm. When you don't like a color, it's every color is re also related to emotions. And now that I have leveled to your Reiki, I kind of throw everything in together because there's so much more. And so everything is related to emotions that you might not uh, want to deal with. Um, you might be disconnected from yourself. You might, for example, green is the color of love um, love, self-love, love, unconditional love, but you might be a people pleaser. Mm. What number so, was green? Um, six, no, four. four. So, you know, it depends on what you want to work on and I'll, I'll figure out what, what is the part of the colors that is keeping you stuck and what part of the color you should be using. 
So after we figured that out and we understood what's blocking you, what it's in your energy field that is asking you to be seen and released and worked on, um, then I suggest my clients to use the color. And the way you can use the color is very simple. You can wear it, you can eat it, you can buy flowers, you can just have access accessories around you, you can have a blanket, you can do a color meditation. It's very personal and it's up to you. What the color does is going to make you feel something. So if you're annoyed by a color, you, you know, when you get to that moment, uh, oh, this color is in fashion, I'm going to buy everything that is red. And then you get to a point where you're like, I, I cannot stand red, red is making me nervous. <laughs> and that is because something is shifting within you. And because red is a very active color, it can make you feel nervous and angry and trigger something. Also because it's related to the first chakra, it's related to family, origins. We have a lot of uh, things going on there. So safety. I use exactly. I use a lot of uh, those tools together and uh, and then I help them to to use the colors and see how they feel. For me, one of the tools that I use a lot is journaling. Because I think that the moment you write down what you're feeling and what's going on, it kind of gives you a different perspective. You can work on that better. And so maybe I suggest a client, okay, look, for this week, just tune into this color. Uh, so use it, uh, eat it, and see what's going on, how you feel, how is this emotion going up or down or whatever else. Um, and if we work together for a longer period of time, then we will see what kind of colors come through in your energy. So we know what are your colors and normally your colors are always the one that make you feel better. They make you feel more peaceful where you feel more in tune with yourself. Even if let's say you have um, green, but I told you that you have people pleasing tendencies that you need to learn to take care of yourself first and you need to learn to set up boundaries mm. maybe that that's one of the tasks that you have and so using your color we'll see how this setting up boundaries and standing up for yourself and taking care of yourself plays up for you what's the what's the uh the negative side of gold I feel like it's a interesting one because it's not like it First of all, gold's one of my colors, I guess. I have, I am obsessed with gold. Um, <laughs> I have purchased accessory type things for my home that I did not need to, but <laughs> I'm like, it's gold. I have to have it. <laughs> um, I have this gorgeous flower holder thing that I think was meant for something else because it leaks and it's awful, but it's so beautiful. <laughs> anyway, I'd love to know like with the, Cause it feels like gold's like not even necessarily a, you know what I mean? Like it is a color obviously, but it's not one of the blue, green, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's not one of the primary colors. Yeah. yeah. So gold is normally, you know, it's the color of abundance. It's the color of wealth. It's the color of unity. And when you have gold, <laughs> you're, you're supposed to be connected and unified in your spirit, in your mind, in your physical body. Uh, you kind of like it's the color of enlightenment, but what is the contrary of that? You mm -hmm. are disconnected. Mm -hmm. You are not um, maybe accepting that there is um, a higher source. Um, 
you might be very angry and very um, angry maybe with someone or with work. And so there is no union for you. There is a lot of polarization maybe within you. Maybe you're disconnected from yourself. And so you might have gold, but you're not using the qualities. So every every color has it, those tendencies and it's yeah. up to you to understand what they mean and how you can use that in the best way. Um, That's really interesting. Or you might not believe you can do it. I had a client that she had twice gold and twice indigo and uh, oh, wow. She That's was cool. at the point where she she had her full time job. She was a director in a company in the company where she was work, working, but she wanted to leave to start a holistic business, and uh, she just couldn't see herself and her beauty. And I was like, you know, gold is you know you think about something wonderful, amazing, the sun shining, which is also yellow, but it's kind of like you got everything that going on if you have gold, but you just cannot see it. Mm. And so for me, that tells you also a lot about that. That's why, that's where I come in with emotional eating and energy healing and uh, inner child healing. Um, because most of us, everyone, I would say has wounds as a child. So oh, yeah. they will play up with you no matter what. And you can come to me like a lot of people do. I had a good childhood. My parents are really nice. I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying they're not, but um, <laughs> let's dig into this. And then all of a sudden they started to see the patterns. They started to see, yeah, that was love, but it was a controlling kind of love. So it's not unconditional. And, uh, you know, and we started to dig into that kind of um, topics to release that. And, and so it's a combination of a lot of things. But then for me, it's tuning to the colors. Sometimes I'm like, okay, well, this is the perfect example for you, exercise for you to tune into your intuition. You have a meeting at work today and you want to communicate something, wake up in the morning and ask yourself, what color do I need to communicate this message properly? And see what's the color that comes through to mind when you open the wardrobe, what's the dress that comes through? And chat and see, you know, how do you feel when you wear that dress? Uh, how did the meeting go? And, uh, and oftentimes I get messages or like pictures, oh my God, I did this and this happened. I'm like, yeah, on a, from an energetic standpoint, you are communicating something and people don't even know you are. Yeah. But if you trust yourself and the message that your intuition is giving you, you are opening up things within yourself. You don't even know. Building so, that confidence and trust. Exactly. Everything. And so we can work on the emotions and you can tell me, yeah, I had this thing that I wanted to wear a red dress, but then I started doubting myself. So I put on a dress that was red and black. I was like, okay, let's talk about this. Uh, because, you know, there are a lot of, one thing that I discovered that I never really thought about, um, working with people that come from extremely religious family, Christian families, uh, I work with this woman. She's like, yeah, my mom used to tell me ne never to wear red or yellow dresses because I would just try to catch the attention of men. And so that was sinful. Mm. I was like, 
okay. Oh my God, I never really thought about it. But there is so much uh, shame around also those things when the reality is when you're wearing a color that suits you because you are in that energy, people will see it. You know, when you buy a new dress because you really like that color and people are like, oh my God, you look so good in this dress. And, you, you know, your eyes are shining and uh, your energy is just, just crazy. What did you do? You're like, nothing. I just bought this new dress. But the reality is that dress is doing something to you because the energy of that color is working with your energy already and is making you feel in a certain way and is attracting something different. And so that's how I play around with it. I think it's so cool. So in regards to like the emotional side of it, um, do you attach, I mean, I would assume that you attach emotions to different colors, like red you know, passion and anger, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And blue, well, not I think, is trust and like, do you have certain, like, mm, is that also no. categorized? No. I mean, they do have, uh, each, each color has uh, their own emotions, but it really depends how it is when I tune into your energy because it's your energy that tells me if, if there is a color. Also, because you might have anger because, I don't know, let's say, you couldn't speak your truth with someone and you're angry. So what I'm going to feel is orange is yellow and, and blue because they are related to each other. So your anger might be here, but anger is yellow. So it's going to be connected because you couldn't speak your truth, but it depends on your energy because there are different phases. Also, you might be slightly anger angry or very angry and then if you're very angry then it means you're it's a lot of repressed anger then we're going to go down to red and <laughs> see the origins of that because it wasn't only that person or that situation that make you angry there is so much more behind that we need to kind of uh, unpack so the colors are also uh related to the chakras correct like you said red yeah. was one so I guess yeah. orange is two. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. I think that, I mean, I know like the, the, the reading that I channeled through, um, the Akashic records for 2022 mentioned this, but it's certainly something that I really feel strongly. I think emotions, learning how to manage our emotions, feel our emotions, heal um, and feel empowered with our emotions. All of those things are going to be big themes in, in yeah. this year for us. You know, yeah. I feel like so many of us have been taught to not feel our emotions, to keep mm -hmm. things down. Um, and our emotions are where all of our power is. You know, yes. I know for myself and my own inner child healing. I mean, I'm a loud person. <laughs> like, um, and I was always taught to calm down and be down, quieter yeah. and, um, and not feel all of the wide range of emotions yeah. you know, that I feel and, um, and learning how to do that and learning that they're okay. You know, when they're yeah. even the so-called negative emotions has been so healing and huge for me, but I feel like as a collective, that's something we're really moving into. So I think your, yeah. your work is just really going to like 
you know, blossom <laughs> this year even more. Yeah, well, you know, um, I'm going to tell you something funny that it's not really funny, but I think it's very much aligned to this energy that you were talking about. So you know that it, it's a number six. Mm-hmm. So in numerology, it's about relationships. Mm-hmm. And my business, most of my clients up to <laughs> when I was in England, <laughs> it's been women that either had a business and we're going through some moment of stuckness or um, maybe just wanted to know their brand colors or women that wanted to um, kind of leave their career and can and start make their side hustle a business. But it was always around work or either women that had a full-time job, wanted to change, or there was something career-wise. Um Obviously, when I when I work with them, then we get into the personal because obviously that's that's how it is. But the moment I moved here, especially from this year, the first color reading that I did, uh, she wanted to know about love, and I'm like, okay, I never done this, but fine. So we did a color reading about love, and this year I started to do some events, and um, first. I don't know. I just had this inspiration. It was, you know, the second of January, new moon in Capricorn. I was doing my uh, goals for the year and I just got this hit, like uh, the script for the description for the workshop. Because my friend is, a, which is where I am now. My friend is a photographer. She was like, you can use my studio two Sundays a week, uh, a month. Uh, and do your workshops. I was like, well, amazing. Heck so yeah. <laughs> I got this hit. I'm like, oh my God, let's do a workshop about love. I don't know how I got that. And I started writing it down. I published it. I'm using an app where people meet and do around and go around for events. And soon after the holidays uh, were gone, it became sold out. And I'm like, okay. Then I started, I was like, okay, well, next one I'm going to do about self-esteem. It's okay, but it's not sold out. Then I'm like, okay, wait, let me see the Sundays in February. When when it's Valentine's Day? I'm like, oh, Valentine's Day is a Monday. So let me put another love workshop on the 13th, sold out. And I keep having people coming to me. Can I have a session with you? Because I had a... I found I got a client through one of the workshops that I did, and he wanted to do an energy detachment with his ex girlfriend. I'm like, and this is a super businessman. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what's going on? But as you said, relationships, that's where all the emotions are triggered. That is a friendship, a co worker, your family. Uh, a possible lover or your boyfriend, husband, whoever, or, or girlfriend and, uh, and wife, whoever you deal with that is close to you enough triggers things within you. And when you don't learn to understand yourself and your emotions and why those people are triggering you, and, and that's where you need to work. Because when you do understand that, then you're also able to feel better about yourself and uh, move forward in your life in whichever way you want to. Uh, So I think that, as you said, it's a big topic this year and there's going to be a lot of work to be done on all levels 
And the first is the relationship that we have with ourselves. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, it's too, I mean, it's, it's also, I think, partially related to the nodes and where the nodes mm-hmm. have transitioned into, Yeah, you know, we're coming like the South node is in Scorpio and Scorpio is all mm-hmm. about going deep. And so, yeah. um, we'll be excavating a lot of that, but it, like you said, it's a six year as well. Um, and I think, you know, like when I think about those six is, I also think about like work life balance Mm-hmm. you know, and, and just kind of the relationship that we have to all things in life. Yeah. But yeah, I always, I, I, it's always interesting to me how like my clients kind of jump from topic to topic, you know, it's like back when I used to like be dating a lot and stuff, like for whatever reason, I'd like meet a whole bunch of guys with one sign, you know, for a while and then like another sign. And like that happens now within my practice too. Um, yeah. But I think so much of what's happening with this uh, interest in love is, and I, I understand this propensity to want to go outwards first to understand, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're looking at our relationships, trying to figure that out. And hopefully that's going to push us inward because that's what it's, that's where the real work is, right? Like you're yeah. just talking about, um, I mean, we can't. I know that my relationship um, has blown and and blossomed in ways I couldn't even imagine simply because of the work I've done on myself, you know, loving myself, learning how to understand myself, make space for the mess. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I think that's, yeah, that's definitely fully aligned um, and very cool. I, I, I just love all of the the intersection with all the different things you do. So curious question. Um, and, uh, and then we'll kind of start wrapping up here, but is, is feng shui, like, have you ever, have you gotten into that? (laughs) Don't get me started. No, I mean, I do love that. I, I really like it. And sometimes uh, like, and I think now I'm moving into my new flat in March and I think surely, gonna be do something of that but sometimes I'm just like yeah that's too much it's really I love it it's just that right now there's so much going on that if I start to also learn about other stuff it's just gonna get too much and too overwhelming but no I love all of the practices you know um it fascinates me how the energy works and how it plays out and uh what it means to learn to understand your energy. For me, the crucial thing about learning to understand your energy is that when something happens that is complicated and difficult to deal with, it's going back to what your energy is. A very simple example, when last year I moved back, I thought things were going to be easier than they were, but I forgot that I have a narcissistic mother. So moving back with her was extremely challenging but I know that I came back here. Now I know my soul wanted me here because I needed to heal the relationship with her in order for me to grow in all levels, in all areas of my life, which is happening. Um, 
And I remember that I had an astrology reading because I like to do one every six months with my astrologer. This was like, I kind of want to understand what, what I'm up to. Because in my head, I was like, I'm moving on the 21st of March. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off just to, you know, rest and do this. And then I'm going to do this, restart my podcast, launch this. And I just was so tired and so exhausted. And she kept saying to me, Mara, you need to just go with the flow and stay with your project and don't push. This year, it's not a year for you to push. I'm like, what do you mean? I have so many things that I want to do. I need to get my business going. You know, I need to find also Italian clients because I'm always online. She was like, which numerology year do you know? Uh, I think I'm uh, two. No, I mean I like your like your personal year number. Yeah, I think I'm a two. You're in the two. Yeah, I think I'm not sure about that because uh, sometimes I read stuff, but then I forget about it. Um, <laughs> and she was like, "No, you you, you cannot push because this is happening. This is happening, and you need to surrender." So she made. She was like, "Buy the surrender experiment, the book, and then see and." And then that kind of uh, made me realize that my generator energy says that I need to respond and not to, you know, action straight away. And I was like, okay, but nothing is happening. So what do I respond to? (laughs) And she's like, be patient. This year is going to be a little bit like this because you're going through other stuff. There is a lot of healing. There is a lot of work that you need to do. So be patient. Your business is probably not going to go as you were planning, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. I was like, and the beginning for me, it was really uh, frustrating because I was like, I, but I have to do this, but I have to make this happen. And then I had her words in my head. I was like, okay, generator energy. My colors are all feminine energy because I have orange, purple, and uh, and pink. I was like, well, like if my staff tell me what I need to do, well, maybe I should listen to what I do and just stay where I am and just relax. And saying this feminine and generator energy and just only respond to things and let things flow and come to me rather than me trying to push to collaborate with someone, uh, launch a program. And then, and it was very complicated at the beginning, but when, once I got into it, I'm like, okay, things are starting to happen slowly because I've been told it's a slow here for me because I have other stuff to do. But they're happening because I'm 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 learning to stay in my energy, and I'm learning not to push and trust. Trust was a big thing for me last year, which yeah. you say, but your statement says I help you trust your intuition. Yeah, clearly my soul wanted me to go a, a level deeper into that because I I had some other stuff to do, and now I'm like, okay, I get it. So for me, makes even more sense to stay in your energy, uh, whatever is your human design or whatever are your colors, because that's when you align to a death of yourself that it's, you will never find anywhere else. And uh, once you, you, once you understand it, also on a mind level, 
everything just changes because you really stop getting frustrated for no reason. And you really start to get back to center every time you come off track or something happens to you. And it's a practice. It happens once and then it happens again. And at some point you don't even have to do that because you just know what you need. So every morning now I have rituals that I do that put me in that energy and I'm like, fine. And then I'm done for the day. I can just do everything. And then whenever my mind goes, but maybe make that call, maybe send that message. Maybe I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to meditate and ask the universe to send me this thing and send me this person, whatever message they need. And it's complicated because we've been, especially as women, we have, we're used to, we've been told, you know, to, to be valued, you need to make things happen. You need to push, you need to work hard. Yes, but you also need to follow yourself and yourself is always going to tell you what you need to do. And so for me, this is crucial. Learn to understand who you are and how you function on an energetic level. And no one is going to be able to ever take that away from you because even if when things change around you because you want them to or because they happen to change, you're still going to know that if I stay in this energy and if I do this and if I have this ritual and if I have this and if I call my friend and do this, I will get back to center and then I can have clarity of mind and I know what I would I can do. Yeah. And to me, that's one of the most important tools ever because well, the understanding, priceless. yeah, no the one understanding can take that of from yourself, you. yeah, and the understanding of yourself, it's so important. Yeah. And yeah. I woke up this morning in like the worst mood. I had two dreams of my partner doing mean things. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up so mad and I literally like threw on clothes and just went for a walk. It was like, I knew I needed to like get outside in the cold weather to just shake myself out, yeah. to just like shake it off. There was no way I could show up and be like, hi, Mara. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I had to switch that. So and that was what enabled me to show up and, and be here and be present the way I needed to be, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I fully, fully, fully agree. It's something I talk about a lot on the podcast. Um, certainly something I work with so much, you know, within my clients. And um, But it is, it's absolutely invaluable when we have that understanding and knowledge of ourselves. Yeah. And... And know that toolkit, again, that we can lean back on, you know, when yeah. things throw us off center, because they will, they just, oh, yeah. Yeah. and I that's mean, life. Like, and it's, it's a blessing, you know, exactly. it's like totally a blessing because then we yeah. learn new things and, and we get to see different aspects of ourselves, and it's not a negative thing. Um, and I think just what you're talking about is acceptance, you know, yeah. just accepting when we fight back, then I'm sorry, we're just going to lose, you know? It's yeah. just <laughs> I mean, you can try, but then like you're always going to end up where you don't want to be. And it does, just doesn't make any sense to me because I feel also that right now, it's not like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we weren't here. All these healers, all these uh, spiritual people that can help you understand yourself on a different level. You can do it yourself as a start 
there is so much out there where, that you can read and you can go to seminars. You can work with a coach, a healer, whatever that is. It can help you understand yourself on a deeper level. So I feel like there is no excuse really. And you, you can do it. It's complicated sometimes. It might be um, scary. Uh, but once you get to that point, your life is just so much better. I'm like, you know, if you go through this process, yes, it might be painful and, and difficult and a little bit long. But when you get out of the other side, you're just going to feel like a different person and a better person. Yeah. So the investment, it's, as you said at the beginning, it's priceless because what you, what you receive from that, it's like more of you. And to me, it's like that more of you, the more you add pieces of yourself back to yourself, as you said, no one can ever take that back from you. Maybe they did in the past because you also allowed that because you didn't know anything, but now you do. So you, you can do everything that you want and, you know, and you can be anything that you want, which is what we all want. But, um, I think this is the the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think 2022 is, is an incredible year for that. Um, so let's, dive in to the lightning round here because I want to respect your time. Um, I feel like we could end up chatting all day, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah. Okay. So I have a lightning round, just quick answers. Okay. Um, and okay. So number one, what is the one habit that you can't live without? Right now, it's meditating in the morning. Awesome. Okay. Number two, what does spirituality mean for you? Learning to understand yourself. Awesome. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, what is your advice to anyone who's looking to find uh, purpose? Start loving and taking care of yourself. You are the most important person, no matter what people say, no matter if people call you selfish, you are the most important person and you need to look after yourself. Nobody can do that for you. Nobody should be doing that for you. And when you start to look after yourself and love yourself and give to yourself everything that you think someone else or something else should give to you, that's when you start to understand and change whatever it is that is going on with you. Agreed for sure. Um, okay. And then finally, what is, well, how can people connect with you online? Uh, you find me very active on Instagram as the intuition queen. Uh, and then I have a website, which is theintuitionqueen.com, And you can find me on my, um, Facebook group, discover your true colors. Okay, perfect. And also you have a podcast called The Intuition Queen, correct? No, it's called Intuitive Queens. Intuitive Queens. Yes. Queens? Okay. Queens. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. We'll make sure to have all the links in the show notes for folks. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming and talking with me, Mara. It's been such a pleasure. I've so enjoyed this and still have so many questions. <laughs> 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. And it was such a beautiful a conversation. And I agree with you. I could go on and on forever <laughs> talking about this. Yes. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll have to have you back. <laughs> with pleasure. <laughs> All right, folks, thank you so much for being with us today. If you were inspired by today's interview, make sure to jump on iTunes, leave a review, send me an email, let me know what really resonated with you. Be sure to sign up for the email list to receive podcast updates and other helpful resources. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.